What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. Well, it's the moment that you've all been waiting for, or three or four of you, or whoever happened to listen to an episode of this podcast quite a while back now, where I was talking about the nominees for the Gear of the Year stuff on guitar.com and specifically as we tend to focus on the unique build small guitar builders and stuff like that on this podcast we were looking at the category for the best high-end guitar of the year Um, and I went through it not so much because it was a competition thing but just because I thought it was a really cool collection of instruments actually I thought guitar.com did a really good job of making the nominees really interesting from some builders that I love some ones that I didn't know so much about and like a nice balance of bigger brand guitars and smaller builder guitars. Uh, It was really cool, Um, a really cool selection and a couple of the guitars I didn't know as much about. So it was cool to kind of get a bit of an insight into them there and the other ones I did know about um, and had really appreciated them as as they'd come out throughout the year. And I thought that they they were all really deserving of a spot. So, and it was nice kind of genre wise as well. It was very eclectic. It was a very cool mix. of guitars which can sometimes be hard from certain compilers of lists you know they they tend to skew as we all would towards the genres and the areas that that they find more interesting so it was cool to see such a varied list well guitar.com have in the last week been revealing the winners of all of these of course the nominations were put up by guitar.com based on the reviews and all the gear the multitude of gear they had seen in all the categories throughout the year from pedals to amps to affordable guitars to expensive guitars and um they put those up but then it was up to us to vote we could all go and vote as i mentioned in the last one and this week as the votes have been tallied up they have revealed who has been winning in each categories some cool stuff winning some very worthy exciting cool new tech and gear from throughout the year winning and of course we were all very excited to see who would win the high-end guitar of the year award it took like the longest out of all of them as well i think so i was kind of on tenterhooks as i was like checking back going like trying to find if it was there, trying to find if it was on another page, trying to find if it had been announced somewhere, uh, and eventually it was. And I'm very happy to say that the winner of High End Guitar of the Year from Guitar.com this year is the Pete from Nick Huber Guitars in Germany. It's a super, super cool thing to see because this is a small independent builder, uh, with a small team of really highly skilled luthiers working together in Germany. And this was going up against big brand guitars from big companies with a lot of sway and a lot of power. And I don't mean that in like a, a you know, taking on the elites kind of way. It's not that kind of vote. That that was the other vote that happened this year, probably, maybe. I don't know. Let's not talk about that one. Let's focus on the guitar one. Please, you know, please, I swear. Um, I won't go <laughs> into talking about that other one. Um, I'm sure... Probably everyone's fucking sick of that by now. But um, in this vote, um, which was it was it was very clean. They've 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 checked the ballots multiple times. Everything was good. They, I had my signature cross referenced, and it's all clean. There's no funny business here. I shouldn't talk about this. Um, <laughs> such a bad idea. Um, 
In this vote, which is just a fun guitar vote and we can all remain chill and cool about and stuff, um, there were companies that were, you know, really big in there. And I don't say that in any way as like, taking down the David versus Goliath kind of battle. It's not about that. I just mean that in terms of something where the sway to get on these lists, the, you know, marketing department and stuff that a bigger company has, which is non-existent in a smaller company to, you know, send out, sending out expensive guitars, especially high-end guitars, sending them out around magazines and places is a big investment for these smaller companies. These are expensive guitars that they take, a, uh, you know, their, their time to make and they put a lot of resources and effort into relative to how much they produce in a year and stuff. It's, it's, it's an important thing. Each guitar at that price range is, is is an important thing to any company as they care about their guitars and they put a little love and effort across the team but especially to a small company um a smaller company it's 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 a big deal and so to get on a list like this especially at the high end thing is tough um because just the sway and the ability that bigger companies will have to make sure they always get their new models out to places. But Nick Huber Guitars have been doing a fantastic job of getting the Pete out there. And it's been, it was all over the 42 Gear Street event with Henning. It was, there was much loved couple of Pete models on there that were played on like, it seemed almost like every video at some point that was coming out had Pete models on there. Uh, amazing reviews from Guitar.com and from Guitarist Magazine and other places and talking about the story of the Paulonia Wood and everything in there. Uh, a whole episode of this podcast is about it. You know, it's really been out there uh, a lot more than um, a new model would be from some other companies. They sort of post up an Instagram post and say, hey, I got a new design. And this was really put out there with a huge amount of effort. And again, that is not a company with a marketing department. That is the people who build the guitars are also you know, the ones who are, p- are putting in this effort. It's a small team of people and they're putting in that effort. Um to do that and to get that out there and that's on them and that's them staying late and putting in the work and making phone calls in between finishing guitars and things and and that is a true labor of love so that's an amazing thing it takes a lot of effort to get it out there and then to win of course these other companies are you know hugely popular you know i mean everyone freaking loves Gretsch right Music Man were on the list and Music Man are a cool example because they're obviously a big company but they have like a really you know, like a kind of hardcore, like loyal fan base. Like there are people who are really like, I'm a music man guy. And of course, Gretsch have that as well. But uh, I, I really find like music man these days has done a really good job of building like a really big following of people who just really got into their guitars. And, you know, it's not that uncommon to see people who ha- who buy a music man and they kind of sell other, their other guitars and just buy music man guitars. Again, I'm stuck in this thing of what's the plural of music man. This happened last time I talked about this. My brain wants me to say music men, which just sounds like the most stupid thing ever. It sounds like you're hiring musicians to come and live in your house with you. I mean, I, I sold my strat and bought this man, but like it's, it sounds... I, no, the, the man sounds okay. It's the men. I bought these men. I bought music men. That just sounds like you've purchased people, which is unethical and shouldn't be happening. But, um... I mean, if you hire musicians for a wedding, that's fine. Anyway, this this sidetracked me last time. It's a big company, but also in a vote like this, it's a vote, you know, so these companies could draw a huge amount of people because they have a ton of fans for their really good guitars and they've been around a long time and have a big, big heritage that's very well known. Um, and they've got a lot of pull and a lot of draw. So for a 
guitar like the Pete from uh, a very well-renowned, known the world over, very well-loved guitar builder like Nick Cooper, but having said that, a much smaller company, I think is an amazing thing. And I think it's a testament to the amount of work they put in, a testament to how good the Pete is and all the experience and effort and you know passion that they've poured into it all the experience and know-how over years it's a it's a unique model which is hard to make in the marketplace today uh you know it's unique without actually being like a crazy experimental model which is also a very hard line to trade in a busy marketplace and that impresses me about it it does something new it does something different i think there's a big part of what impressed a lot of people this year about the peat model um and it's a guitar well worth checking out and as with everything Nick Cooper do, it's just of the absolute highest quality. If it leaves the workshop, it is of the absolute highest quality it can be. That's the idea behind everything they do. Um, a bunch of cool new features, bunch of little innovations, the crazy cool sparkle finishes on them, the beautiful burst finishes, they develop their own finishing method. If you want to know all, all about the Pete, check out the episode of this podcast on the Pete. Um, I think it's called Pete Paulonia and Guitars with Personality. Um, good few episodes back now. Go and listen to that. I go into everything about the story behind it. Um, I've been lucky enough to um, do some work collaborating with Nick Cooper Guitars, and they're absolutely fantastic people. Um, it meant I got to know the Pete a little bit, which has informed me for talking about the podcast. I've been, uh, interacted with a good number of them as well. And, um, you know, unsurprisingly, they're fantastic guitars, but it's cool to see a really different, um, a really different model in their lineup. You know, it has so many of the Nick Cooper elements, the, the body shape elements of the design, the way that things are put together, certain choices that are made. But um, it really does bring something new to their lineup. As I said, it also brings something new to the market, um, which has impressed so many people. So yeah, a well-deserved win. I also love the fact that, you know, there's a bunch of, of, of models of all kinds on that list. Like I said, it's a great, cool list. But, you know, the Pete is named after... Um, Nick Hooper's youngest son and has this beautiful story behind it as well um, in terms of the development of the guitar and, and and him choosing to name it that way and again that's something I talked about on the episode and to see something like that that's so personal and has such a a wonderfully kind of emotive and personal story behind it and how it was developed be recognized on this massive level just um, internationally that's and that's a really beautiful thing and i think that really um is so affirming of what luthiers are doing like it's not just a cool thing that they do and their family or they you know they're few fans they're close fans who happen to like that luthier or is local to them they like it you know it's not just that that's that's a great thing in itself but it's not just that that it shows that we as a community do appreciate it and you know whether we want to buy this guitar or that guitar man there's a bunch of great guitars all at different price points but the when it comes down to it when we hear a story like that and we learn about a guitar like that we see it we hear it played we get to try it out for ourselves we appreciate all this stuff and i think it reaffirms what luthiers are doing putting their kind of heart and soul and blood sweat and tears into everything that they make it shows that people appreciate that and that's great and i think you know to be honest we appreciate that with everything in life even if it's something you're not interested in if you see someone putting everything they've got into something um i just think that's we we react to that in a positive way we find that very impressive usually um even if you're kind of very um 
I don't know, let's say cynical about people and think that we're usually reacting quite a negative way. I think that's one example where a lot of the time we see the the kind of best come out there and we usually react really positively when we see someone put all of that into something they do. And I think that's the case with the with the Luthiers here. Um, but I think first and foremost, it's just an appreciation of just straight up, even outside of the story of it, how good a guitar it is and how um much of an impact it's made especially considering it's from a smaller company in germany um doing amazing work a lot of heritage but still a smaller company amazing to see the impact it's having kind of the world over um i believe they've been back ordered on pete's since they announced it at now uh it's just been a it's been loved and accepted um, and in the, the kind of boutique and high-end guitar stores they work with, they've just been not able to get enough of them. So that's an amazing thing. I'm so happy to see it. For me, someone who's like kind of particularly, you know, known about this story, it's it's particularly amazing that it's this guitar. But just to see a Luthier's guitar do so well and just hit the ground running immediately in the year that it's released becomes such a big deal and then to win um, an award out of all these guitars that are just amazing guitars from all over the world is just fantastic so anyway enough gushing from me the point was that i was <laughs> i set you up by talking about uh the nominees because i thought they were interesting in an earlier episode i thought it would be a bit of a um a letdown if i neglected to tell you who won and i was just so excited that it was this guitar um i would have i would have been excited to tell you it was any of them because they're all good guitars but particularly uh this guitar like for all the reasons i've stated uh it's it's really great to see. So, um, hey, what do you know? Like a bit of some kind of nice news for the year. What the hell's that about? Um, I'll have to get back to making you all miserable. I already made a bunch of a stupid election references. That'll help. That'll help turn it. That'll take the edge off the niceness. We don't want to get used to feeling too nice because, you know, it's 2020. In a minute, someone's going to come in and kick someone in the balls or kick me in the balls or kick you in the balls or do something terrible metaphorically literally who the fuck knows it's 2020 it could all happen maybe metaphorically and literally they'll come in tell you something horrible that's a metaphorical kick in the balls and they'll kick you in the balls who knows i don't know i don't know maybe a news anchor maybe we'll literally be a news anchor we'll be like just this just in my foot in your ass and he'll come in and kick you in the ass i don't know are you gonna put it past this year i'm not but anyway forgetting all of that isn't that cool some cool news um from the guitar world uh like i said i don't really like engage in a ton of these end of year listings but i thought this one was cool because of the luthiers on it and i had some connection uh to the kind of like the, the story in there and stuff but uh really like i said when i talked about all the nominations it was actually just because i thought it was a really cool list of guitars that showed the versatility um of all these different guitars that are being made showed the kind of eclecticness of it, showed the range, and just showed how many cool guitars there are out there, which is kind of the whole point of this podcast. So there you go. I thought that was cool. And as always, we don't just want to talk about gear. We want to bring it back to the music because, hey, that's what inspires us all. It's all about making music, listening to music, getting inspired to play more guitar. And I thought, well, you know, we're talking about Nekuba guitars again. So it makes sense for the suggestion on this episode of a song, album, performance, or artist to be from a artist, from an artist that plays Nick Huber guitars. I mean, it would be kind of weird if not, right? It just makes sense. And it's an excuse to talk about one of the cool artists who plays Nick Huber 
guitars or you know they have guitars in the band in this case that play nick huber guitars so today i'm telling you to go check out the album from this year called split from the band kvelatak now kvelatak if you don't know them they are a heavy norwegian band awesome stuff love them you know and i say heavy norwegian you've got a couple of ideas in your head instantly but um a lot of emphasis on fun rhythm there's almost a party element to a lot of it it is such great fun music there's so much cool energy to it and yes it has a freaking massive guitar sound on like every single track which is also sick if you're into any kind of guitar music you'll be into this um if i said heavy and norwegian and you instantly went to like ex- most extreme uh black metal or something then um no it's not that um i think you're gonna like this if you're into any kind of rock or any kind of metal or stuff you're gonna like this and as always just check it out for the guitar side of it you can always learn something from listening to cool guitar players and you know even if not that check it out for the tone because man it's it's one of those satisfying tones across this album the guitar tone is fat as hell like it's huge um so that's the album split it's spelled s-p-l-i-d and that's from the band quail attack which i will also spell for you um in case you want to look it up and there'll also be a link in the description of this podcast to at least a track or something so you can go find it whatever link i decide kind of works um but if you're just looking it up the band name quail attack is spelled k-v-e-l-e-r-t-a-k so go check it out if you like what you hear check out all this stuff it's sick it's so good um and yeah obviously if you haven't seen much about the pete go and listen to the episode of this podcast about the pete go and check out everything from nick huber guitars always good if you're into guitars you're gonna like it you're just just trust me you're gonna like it so anyway that's it for today as always play a bunch of guitar listen to a bunch of music look after yourselves look after one another and i'll catch you tomorrow